Welcome, welcome, welcome to our special drive-through open house. I'm Dr. Nigel Channing, chairman of the Imagination Institute. Hello! On your tour, you'll see how the five human senses can be can help capture Main Street Mechies. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Main Street Mechies, the show where two life real life engineers and hopeful imagineers talk about all things Disney. I am your world celebration celebrant, Alex. And I am Epcot Taryn Noah. And that was a wonderful intro. Hey, Always yeah, here good. for some uh, journey into imagination content. Not many people are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this they're is in a, for some of the older ones. This but... is a devoutly journey into imagination supporting podcast. We're, I'm, I'd, I'd say, in ways. <laughs> in its current state, I'm not saying journey into your imagination as it stands now. Well, I'm a supporter of the the, the figment cinematic universe. Really, that's I'm that's... I'm a supporter of the ride existing. I think it could be better. That's <laughs> yes, that's where I'm at. Be it could be better. Um, oh, we got off track already. Immediately, uh, <laughs> immediate off track. Um, before we get started, plugs. Um. Hit us up on Instagram at Main Street Mechies to check out some great reels and some uh, Disney-related content focusing on Disney news, uh, as well as some engineering info just about what Disney's doing. And uh, we've got some good stuff getting cooked up in the future here, so keep an eye mm -hmm. on the Instagram. Um, Definitely going go to try to be more active on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, if you leave a five-star review, I am obligated by oath to read the text of your review in the voice of Alex's choosing. Which uh, eternally shall be Mr. Toad. Mr. Toad. It's always Mr. Mr. Toad. Um, I did not check if there were any reviews, but... Now you're good. I'm... Okay. You're good right now. You're still Another safe. day. Another day I pass <laughs> unscathed. Um, but yeah, leave a five-star review if you want to hear that. Or just to support the podcast, which is a, a better reason, I think, to leave a review. Um, we've got stickers. Boy, do we got stickers. On Redbubble, look us up at Main Street Mechies. Um, and we've got um, armchair Imagineer degrees that are based on our actual engineering degrees. And I think they are more interesting and more functional than our actual <laughs> degrees anyways. Uh, you can stick them to things. I tried that with mine. Did not work. It fell immediately. Our, um, our degrees, not the stickers. The stickers do the stick stickers to things. The stickers are great. The, the stickers, stickers stick. do, do <laughs> sticker things. Boy, do the stickers stick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but check us out there if you want to support the show. And show your Main Street Mechies uh, support to your fellow Disney nerd friends. Um, There's also uh, logos for some of the rides we've mouse geared. Um, we're, yes. <laughs> uh, we're a little slower on the actual mouse geared rides, but we are cooking up a little bit of something weird from a very recent episode <laughs> that uh, I, I had a spark of inspiration uh an incredibly to, uh, recent episode to yeah. do an incredibly <laughs> recent episode um <laughs> regarding some very interesting ride titles that we came oh, up with so that's a little geez. a little teaser or something that should be coming on the red bubble store in the next like probably couple weeks yeah um <laughs> i just got like a couple more to make yeah. uh, <laughs> and the last plug for any travel needs yeah, if you're looking to book a Disney vacation, uh, I am a Disney travel agent. And so uh, essentially what a travel agent does is completely at no cost to you. A travel agent can make your bookings for you, look up prices, find deals, do your dining reservations, do your special ticket re uh, wow, reservations. And <laughs> uh, essentially all of that kind of 
pre-trip planning stuff that can really stress people out. Some people find it fun, some people don't, but if you're one of those people that could use an extra hand or could just use recommendations or don't wanna wake up at 4 a.m. Pacific time to make dining reservations that you won't eat at for until 60 days after you make them, uh, you can have a travel agent do that for you. And so if you're interested in that and you want an extra hand, you can message us at Main Street Mechies at, uh, inst on Instagram, or you can send us an email at MainStreetMechies at gmail.com. Nice. There we go. Plugs done. We're getting nice. better at those. Four minutes. Wow. But who four? Wow. Yeah. That included that the intro. <laughs> All right. So so we had it. We initially had a different topic uh, for uh, this week. We were going to talk about DVC because uh, I had gotten in a phone call and email from somebody from DVC because I entered like a sweepstakes to try and win a free trip. And uh, they sent us a bunch of like information that is I found a little bit difficult to find on like the Disney website about like pricing and financing and monthly costs and stuff like that. So so we were going to go DVC this time to kind of just talk about it and what it is and kind of what we think about it and when we think people should or shouldn't get it kind of deal from our non-expert mm -hmm. opinions. <laughs> and then the center of Epcot opened up. Yeah. And it was extremely more divisive than Noah and I expected it to be, especially. Mm -hmm. especially when we first saw it. And so we kind of pivoted. And so today on this episode, we're going to be talking about the new Epcot renovations, specifically yeah. focusing on world celebration and essentially what they've finished and changed uh, up to the only thing that's not open in Epcot now, which is the Communicore, which I think is supposed to open sometime early 2024. That's I don't why, think yeah. it has much left on it. Um, and then we'll probably we'll probably talk a little bit about Luminous too. I don't know if you've watched a video, Noah. I I haven't, I but I've heard a lot of things about it. Mm -hmm. um, we'll 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 just talk about what what we've heard so far, and then what we've seen of of the uh, the new World Celebration Gardens, and that will kind of, it's going to be a bit of an opinion opinion piece uh, episode this week. Yeah, yeah. But after it's all said and done, please let us know what you think of of the mm -hmm. new epcot center and and why you like it or don't like it it's very interesting to hear the different conversations and the different arguments here or there mm -hmm. um everybody has kind of a different reason a different feel for it and so it's very uh it's been an interesting week of conversation uh on the instagram i'll tell you that it's been kind of fun that's a that's a good way to put it yeah it's i think with any disney park change there's, I think there's a graphic somewhere, but it's just like the cycle of Disney changes where it's like Disney announces change, everyone hates it, it's unveiled, everyone gets used to it, and it's fine. And then you just repeat the cycle. Mm -hmm. And yeah. since and this then just when it gets changed week, again, people yeah. will be angry that it's not still still there. Yeah, I, uh. I have to think that a lot of the backlash is just coming from the people who grew up with Epcot looking the way it did and really loved that. Just like any area of any park, if it's like a park you went to a lot, you're probably not going to like any changes that come to like a central feature of it. So mm -hmm. I get that. I I have a harder time thinking that anyone who's saying they don't like it is doing it from like a purely objective design standpoint. 
Like, yeah, it seems well, like a lot more of it is sentimental than, and we'll get into that. So, but, so why don't yeah. we just start off right off the gates, how you mm-hmm. and I are feeling. I don't think it's any, any hidden fact of what you and I think about it, especially kind of after some of the Instagram posts, but yeah. <laughs> um, it, what, what's your opinion on it? How, how do you feel about it compared to what it used to be? How long it mm-hmm. took to get there? All those kind of things that factor into oh, yeah. why people like it or don't like it. So I'll, I'll give like, just preface this by saying I only experienced it in its initial state once in 2018. Like I only saw it how it was before once. And then the last trip I went on, all the walls were up. So I didn't even get to see this area. So with that being said, I really love the new look of it. Um, as far as how long it took, when did they start demolition? It, it started in twenty, I think twenty nineteen or twenty nineteen. Yeah, it's been think... it's been like five years. Okay, now so, now two two and a half of those was were COVID. heavily affected by COVID. Yeah, so like with that being said, and also having experienced the park with the walls up, like. I don't think my Epcot experience was that hampered by all the walls. Like, sure, it was kind of annoying at first and it was kind of hard to navigate. But after that, like, there's so much to do in Epcot as is. Like, it wasn't that big a deal. But um, I don't know. I'm, I am not a construction engineer. I am not a construction planner. I'm not a project manager. So I'm not going to make any comments about how long it took i have no idea what goes into planning and executing construction on this scale yeah and there are a million things that guests will not see yeah that could have happened in this and and i'll i I have a couple i'll I'll theorize for you if you want to do that go for it i'm i'm not a construction engineer either any any of those but um I, i did do a little bit of work like doing factory layouts and stuff like that Mm -hmm. with with gas lines and municipals and stuff like that so like very very minimally touched stuff like that and Mm -hmm. the way epcot's laid out and the fact that was built in the 80s there is a i would say above 50 percent chance to be honest that mm-hmm. a very large number of municipal lines that go around the park <laughs> are right underneath that garden. And oh, yeah. because it's it's the central location, Epcot's kind of laid out like a tree almost. Like it, yeah. it branches out from there. And so that that would be that's kind of one of those things where it's like we won't know that as guests. It's one of those where it's like I would not be surprised if that mm-hmm. is something that really hampered things of trying yeah. to redo that. And anytime you do construction like this, where you're re- renovating an area and you're redoing things, things have to be redone up to code. If they're not up to code, it's like when you redo yeah. your house. If you redo your kitchen and you mess with the electrical, you have to update the entire electrical of that room if it wasn't already up to code. I mm-hmm. mean, companies have to do the same thing. If yeah. they renovate an area entirely and they do something that messes with the municipals, which we know for a fact they did because there used to be a fountain there and now there's not. <laughs> so they capped something off. If that w- if that counted under the state of Florida as a change to their water line, then they probably had to update their water lines. They probably if they if they hadn't been doing that already, but I mean they're underground. There's only so much yeah. you can do. I don't think Epcot. I Epcot has like a miniature version 
of like of some of the tunnels, right? Like, but it's not as I think full. It's not as extensive. No. But I do think, and this is, I don't know, I'll try and cap off the technical talk on this one, but what it was before was a fountain um in the center mm -hmm. and everything around it was just walkways. So as far as like mm -hmm. the infrastructure you needed, it was really just like plumbing to that fountain, power to the lighting. That's probably about it. Like yeah, from from you know ten thousand feet. From like but now, just stuff that that was looking at that. Yeah, that's that's and, probably all was there. And you've got like you mentioned, there's the whole like Florida issue where like the water table's super high, so you can't go down very far. So if you're doing any work that involves excavating, it's gonna involve a lot more work than it would somewhere like on the West Coast where you're not in swampland. And they had mm -hmm. to lay down like fresh walkways. There's so much greenery in that space now, and you need to irrigate all of that. So, like sprinkler lines and and irrigation, the lights that are in the ground needed power, so you had to do that. There's like way more lights in that area, so you probably needed to route more power to the area in general. Like a lot went into that. So I'm I'm I get why it took so long. Vi visually, it's I, I was talking with uh, Emily on Make It Magical about this. This 100% seems like one of those projects that is never going to look like the amount of work it took. Yeah. Like, like mm -hmm. the, the beauty is in the details on this kind on this one in a way, like the, the small touches in, in things like this sometimes just either go unnoticed or it, it, you sit there going, wow, how'd that take that long just to get this thing done? But yeah. like some things are like that. I mean, I I oh. I have projects at work right now where where it's the simplest thing to do, but I've been working on it and just trying to get to different stages for the last like six seven months. And mm -hmm. like that that kind of stuff happens, especially when you're when you're doing like cross discipline stuff. And and I'm sure that's something everybody can understand. That's not just an engineering problem. That's an everybody mm -hmm. problem. Yeah. Um, but the I, I I also just kind of cap off like what our opinions of it. I am a huge fan of this. I grew mm -hmm. up with with Epcot as it was. That area to me was always one best at night because mm -hmm. you had uh, especially when they would like start to light up Spaceship Burp from the bottom up and yeah. uh, they had the light up walkways when we were kids and we would like stomp on these light up walkways. I don't know if you've seen things about that. I have seen that. that. I was um, going to bring they, that up. Yeah, they were really cool. Um, and so they, they, they would do all the stuff at the end uh, at the end of the night. And so it was always best then. I think we would watch the fountain a couple times. There would be like fountain shows that go on and, and it would go to music and things like that. And mm -hmm. those were really cool. Um, but for the most part, I, I at least me personally, I remember this area is essentially just a connection path like it is. Yeah, it was the area we walked through to get to the world showcase it was not a destination it was no just a, a, no a very you, you nice walked, walkway <laughs> yeah you you walked around it to get to the different shops and and you passed there was a pen trading shop i kind of wish they put that back that's that's i think the only like quote unquote gripe i have with with the new space is i would love to see the pen trading shop go back but that's that's mm. a purely 
my nostalgia thing that <laughs> that has no uh, I I would say objective importance to the park or would wouldn't add anything to the space. I just would have liked it back. But just like pin trading, yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, pin trading as a whole has kind of lost a lot of its following, yeah. um, mm -hmm. especially with kind of like new park guests and stuff like that. But I I loved the space when I saw it saw the pictures during the day. Um, mm -hmm. I thought it was fantastic that they added walking uh, a lot of sitting spaces as somebody mm -hmm. who's going to have a kid in that park that is going to take naps. That is wonderful to me because it, it looks like it has a lot of shade. There's a lot of spots mm -hmm. for me to just pull off. We can get away from the the rush that that is like the the seating areas off of the world showcase. Mm -hmm. You're just you're just off of the main path. You're not there's 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 definitely some that you can find like in England and Morocco. There's, there's stuff around, but it, it's kind of like, you gotta go find them. This is just yeah. like right there. It's a great sitting spot. It's going to be a great nap spot. I'm going here for those naps. <laughs> 1 million percent. So I, I absolutely loved it. And then I fell in love with the place when I saw it at night, like, Oh yeah, absolutely sold me 1 million percent when, when they lit that place up at night. Yeah, I so I was going to mention the the light up walkways that used to be in this area. That's what like there was like kind of fiber optic looking lights kind of scattered mm -hmm. throughout the ground, right? Yeah, that, kind of, they would like flash shapes and stuff like that. It yeah, was, it was it was really unique. You didn't find stuff like that back then. Like that, that was right. kind of one of those things, like just having uh, led strips and stuff like that everywhere <laughs> was not a thing and now it's like we right. have we can light up just about dang anything that we want to light up and just yeah. stick it to the bottom of a rail or whatever and throw a diffuser on it and it's cost 20 bucks i mean i could do yeah. that to my whole office right now for under 200 dollars. oh yeah like i i think one of the the biggest bang for your buck things a theme park can do to just impress people on a pure like caveman brain level <laughs> is to make the ground light up a little bit yep. like in Pandora at night or now with this, like anywhere where like, and I know Disney in general puts a lot of emphasis on like what the ground looks like where you are and how that informs like when and where you are, but it's just, it's so small, but it's so cool. And so to see them take what used to be there and really just crank it up and also have it tie into like the original Epcot like logos and mm -hmm. imagery that was used in like the, you know, the original Epcot areas and neighbor, not neighborhoods, the different worlds and pavilions like that's really cool. And then they tie it in with those kind of like light columns that surround the garden and how that syncs up with like the show that plays on spaceship earth now it's it's so much more of a destination and not just a walkway it's not like i don't know i don't want to i'm not trying to insult how it looked before but it's like a fountain or a water feature in a shopping mall as you're like oh i'm walking to this store but like oh nice a little fountain cool i'm gonna keep walking but that's cool versus a park which it's pretty close to now that's just you know this is a calming space that i want to sit in we talked about this way back in like one of our first episodes but like the idea of designing in spaces for people to feel more secluded even though they're in one mm -hmm. of the busiest places anywhere i think this brings some more of that opportunity to the 
center of Epcot, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like there, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think we, we had our spots that mm-hmm. we would go as a family. One of them was, uh, there was like a, a planter over by a uh, universe of energy. Um, mm-hmm. But the reason why it was always empty was because barely anybody went to universe of energy. I guarantee you that spot <laughs> is a lot more busy because now it's guardians of the galaxy. And mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think of any other spots in future world. I mean, I, we would sometimes go into club cool back, back when it was what it was. Um, and uh, it used to be a lot bigger, um, but not necessarily needed to be bigger. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that the downgrade for club cool was a bad move. That probably was pretty no. smart. Looks uh, good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it, it looks nice. And um, I think the, the last I went in, the floor was less sticky. I don't know if that has continued. Um, it's it wasn't sticky when we were there. It that's was, that's but... good. You would hear your shoes. Oh, the, the... Old one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. that's some Foley work right there. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Well, it helps that all the soda is just like on one wall now instead of scattered throughout the entire space. Just pillars that it's like, hey, spill everywhere. Um, And then tread around with it on your shoes. Awesome. mm -hmm. But like this, this it's. I'm trying to make sure that we don't just sound like that. We're essentially whatever Disney puts out. Main Street Mackey's is going to love and and uh, (laughs) like advocate for. It's it's more kind of and I can understand why people don't like it. Like I can absolutely understand why people don't like it. I can understand why you miss the old version. I mm-hmm. think that whether or not you like this area very much depends on how much you loved the previous yeah. and how much you like what they're the the aesthetic that they've changed to for Epcot. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's because this I will say this garden area fits the new aesthetic in my opinion perfectly it's it's honestly what the aesthetic was kind of missing we had Mm -hmm. a lot of smooth edges white buildings kind of that that futuristic utopia look that they're trying Mm -hmm. to change to rather than the what what we envisioned the futuristic utopia to be in the 80s and it wasn't even utopia in the 80s from what i from what i've seen and could tell it was just more this is the future kind of deal. And this, this is more (laughs) Epcot's almost more going towards like unrealized potential kind of deal. Like these are things we could do now. We just don't. And so it's, it's like, they're changing more to that, Mm -hmm. that prototype blueprint kind of style that Walt kind of had initially, at least from, from what I can see. Yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that. And I think you're totally right with like how Epcot used to look was like, what will the future look like? Okay, you know, a lot of smooth lines, everything is white and pristine or like really angular and strange looking. But also, at least in future world, like not a lot of greenery. And Mm. now now it's it's looking like their design mentality is less like what's the future going to look like and more like how great can we make this now? Like, can yeah. we just make this a really good space and still have it look clean? But like with Journey of Water, like the new Moana area that opened up pretty recently. And now this, it looks like there's a lot more emphasis being put on putting wildlife and greenery in future worlds. Like it's it doesn't just because it's the future and has to be 
high tech or whatever doesn't mean there's not greenery like those yeah. two can be together i think that's an ex- that's definitely a show of kind of a cultural shift that yeah. has happened over the last 40 years is originally kind of we looked at the future more kind of like the jetsons which was very yeah. like <laughs> technology focused everybody was in big metal tower houses and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff whereas now i feel like there's there's more of an emphasis on blending nature and man kind of a, mm-hmm. a thing humanity and nature kind of working together yeah and um this this space hits that it, it hits that very well and there's not a lot in it i will absolutely give you that mm-hmm. i don't i don't think it me personally i don't think it needed to have a lot in it I right. I feel like if it had a lot in it, it would take away from the other things that Epcot has added in the past. Yeah. And I think the biggest show of that, and I kept I kept trying to think is like a lot of people miss the fountain. Like that's a ton yeah. of the comments I was seeing. It's like, why'd they take mm-hmm. away the fountain? It was a the fountain of nations. It was kind of like this this cultural thing of of mm-hmm. sh- of a united front kind of deal and and that was kind of the story behind it. Why'd they take it that way? That's so Epcot. And I think it really came down to when they changed Spaceship Earth to be what it is with the lighting up and the shows and mm-hmm. turning into a a viewing piece rather than just an icon of the park. Yeah. When you see Spaceship Earth from this area, it is amazing. Like it is absolutely fantastic. We'll post pictures with this episode of of kind of old mm-hmm. Epcot in case you haven't seen it before, because I'm I'm sure a lot of people are in that position. Oh yeah, and then new Epcot and and with the lights, um, but from that center area, I mean, Spaceship Earth is fully framed, and I'm looking at a picture right now. It's like symmetrically framed down to like two trees on each Sheesh. side of it. Like <laughs> like it is it is a picture like. It is a snapshot that Disney is absolutely, absolutely going to use in their brochures. And uh, when it lights up, if you were to put something else there that is also a show and is also mm-hmm. something, those two are going to take away from each other. So one yeah. has to turn off is essentially mm-hmm. what what's going to happen. You can't have the fountain going and Spaceship Earth going without it just looking busy. Yeah, and not clean or cohesive. They're they're essentially battling each other at that point. Yeah, and so one's got to turn off, and it's not going to be Spaceship Earth. No, and so no. it's like <laughs> that. That fountain would be would guaranteed if they had like a fountain there, kept the the uh, fountain of nations. It would have been deactivated at night. I I almost guarantee you it would have been deactivated at night because there's it would have been too much. It would have been mm-hmm. way too much. Like the lights alone behind it, you wouldn't have been a- really been able to see the water show. Yeah, no, I think a water show would have been too big, but with what they've got there now and just the the spectacle that they've turned Spaceship Earth into and having this area not detract from it, but support it when it does its little shows and like syncing up all the lights and everything to draw your attention to Spaceship Earth. Such a great move. And I saw someone online uh, mention that, like, now you have something that's connecting. You know, if you're in World Showcase or something and you're watching whatever show, you know, whenever you're listening to this, whatever show is happening in World Showcase at mm-hmm. night, 
you've got something that's connecting that area to what's being shown on spaceship earth and now there's something in the middle so that if you're walking out if you're like oh this the show's almost over i'm gonna try and get out before the crowds you're still getting that show the entire way back to the exit you're seeing the lights shown in this garden area you're seeing what's on spaceship earth it's all one cohesive thing instead of it being like there's fireworks going on over here at world showcase and then oh look way back there there's spaceship earth showing some lights that go along with it as well it just adds to the cohesion of the area and makes everything look so much better yeah i going back to what you said about it looking so good at night i didn't know it was gonna do that i was, seeing the pictures. <laughs> I was just seeing the pictures where people were posting of it during the day and being like oh yeah that's a nice you know outdoor garden looking space cool and then they put lights in the ground already great and the light pillars and it syncs up with spaceship earth it's just like yeah i love this and uh i wanted to add one quick note um <laughs> just to prove that we don't agree with everything disney does i thought i would mention um there's the creation shop in one of the communicore halves mm -hmm. um that like replaced mouse gear yeah and um don't like that at all <laughs> just thought i'd throw that out there i think it's not great um i i hope that they they add some more mm -hmm. i think there's a lot of opportunity in those buildings to add a little bit more artistic flair more character to them <laughs> a little yeah. bit more i think i've heard that i think connections cafe is better it is yeah, it, it's like it's a not similar fully aesthetic. there yet. It's similar aesthetic, but it has a little bit more better. pop on the inside, and it's better. Yeah. I am hoping yeah. Communicore will be the one more step up, and they can kind of loop back and add. It doesn't need to be much; just some ha like hanging art pieces and yeah. and stuff like that. That's all you need to add to that space, and I think it it improves mm -hmm. a lot more. We're walking. But I one hundred percent agree with you. It's like such a fine line between modernizing but still keeping like character and just straight up like yassifying a space and making it look like this could be any designer boutique store in a mall mm -hmm. or something like that like something that tells you this is disney and more specifically that this is epcot yeah i think to be honest and this is this is gonna be a little bit of a tangent from from yeah. that i i think disney is honestly really kind of struggling with that right now because mm -hmm. you look at um so so not not talking about dvc but kind of grabbing them looping them in a little bit they're doing a lot of renovations to like dvc hotels and mm -hmm. hotels in general like boardwalks getting a big renovation uh there's going to be a new polynesian tower that they're putting in for dvc um there's these new cabins at fort wilderness like there's all these new buildings and there's a lot of contention about what they're going to look like Mm -hmm. And because Disney is very much and they've they've showed the boardwalk one and it's very modern. It's very, very kind of subtle and and kind of white linens, the 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 modern hotel look. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people really don't like that because it's very. It lacks the character that we're kind mm -hmm. of used to at Disney. Yeah, I'm a fan of subtle Disney. Like, like when I'm yeah. in a hotel room, I very much love like when they have the subtle showings. And I know that's that's mm -hmm. not an opinion across the board. Some people want a giant picture of Mickey Mouse on their on their duvet. And I absolutely understand <laughs> that you're staying in Disney. You're staying at a Disney resort. You want yeah. to be reminded you're staying in Disney. 
That is a hundred percent a correct opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I personally like the subtle. Um, so as long as they have those subtle showings, like, like, uh, if it's an Epcot resort area that there's, there's like in the wallpaper, you can find spaceship earth or like, uh, showings of the geodescent, uh, I mean, an, an in Epcot example is in the queue for Ratatouille. The wallpaper is made up of a pattern. That's like a simplified drawing of Remy holding a fork or something. And like, yeah, power is little things like that. Stuff like that. That's kind of what I like in my hotel rooms. I like the more forward stuff in the ride queues, which is why the Remy ride queue didn't really speak to me that much. Um, So it's like flip those. That's that's kind of my preference. But I I still love a a big old Mickey painting. Like I I don't hate it. But I think Disney is struggling towing that line. Yeah. And I I think it's the, honestly, it's probably the first time in a long time we've seen Disney struggle aesthetically of how mm-hmm. to zero down what the guests actually want and mm-hmm. what they what they can do to not feel outdated, because that's yeah. that's the fight, right? You mm-hmm. can have you can have character. But there's a very, very close line where it becomes tacky. And Disney fans, like big time Disney fans, probably won't care. Like they won't find it tacky. They want to see Mickey Mouse. But they've already got us. They don't. Yeah, we're going to (laughs) go regardless of what those hotel rooms look like. (laughs) They're they're making these hotel rooms for the people that haven't gone to Disney. And Mm -hmm. and that's that's the line that they're towing. How do we keep the guests that already come happy and how do we remind people there in Disney without essentially just taking a Mitzi Mickey pretzel and slapping somebody until they eat it. <laughs> and, and you see it in Epcot and you see where they like, they started with uh, connections, uh, the, the store. Um, what, what's it called again? A creation creations. creations. Yeah, um, they start with creations. Very doled down Disney. Very doled down Disney. Not a memorable Cafe name <laughs> was a little bit better. Yes, a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, Club cool is club cool. Like it's a Coke product. That's, it's yeah, that's yeah only that's so fair. much Disney you can throw in that. <laughs> um, but the uh, the garden, I would say very Disney, not not yeah. throwing in your face, but very much like Epcot feel it's it's right there right like mm-hmm. like it, it very much feels epcot to me um and they did the subtle things like having the logo underneath the fountain it lights up it's it's not like you don't walk in and there's a giant sign like there is in hollywood studios that says like or california adventure when they had like the giant welcome to california sign like it's not yeah. welcome to epcot <laughs> world celebration like it's the subtle things but um, hopefully with Communicor, they step it up one more and mm-hmm. they because I think that they can go a little bit more Disney because it's kind of a celebration of Epcot. And yeah. and from the from the concept art, that's what the plan was. And so mm-hmm. whether or not that has continued to be the plan, we'll see when it opens. Yeah, I. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, that's all. I don't know. I think um, I'm trying not to get my hopes too high about what they're going to do with the rest of Communicore because everything on the side that's open pretty much shares an aesthetic like design language just with a couple of variations like creations is is creations. 
connections is a little bit better. There's some more like Epcot-y things involved, but it's still very, like very big space, smooth lines on everything, bright primary colors as accents. And then Club Cool has like a couple of different things, but like you said, it's just because Coke it's, it's a it's, it's, it's a Coke, Coke product. product. It, it, like, Coke bought their spot. That's that's what Club Cool is. <laughs> what's crazy though is I I feel like Club Cool has the most personality of out of those three places. And a lot of it comes down to like they did the whole thing with the Coke glass for the the front entrance. Mm-hmm. Like they made it look like a Coke bottle and they added some of that texture to it. Um but for the other half of Communicore, I I don't know if it if it matches more of what they've got going on in the garden, then that's awesome. But even if not, like it's still going to be good. Like you said, they've got us already. Like whatever they do, <laughs> we're we're going to go and we're going to appreciate it. Um but yeah, I'm just I'm excited with the opening of this central area to see what Epcot looks like once all the walls come down next year. Like this yeah. has me, this has my interest uh, reinvigorated and I'm very excited now to see what comes next when they pull some more walls down. And now, especially for your trip recap after your trip next year. Oh yeah. Epcot is get... going to be walked. I can tell That's, you that for certain. It's going to need to be walked a lot. Like, mm-hmm. Because there's quite a bit in Epcot as it sits now that you have yet to experience, right? I mean, so I I saw uh, Creations. Yes. Um, I saw the shop. And I will I will give it one thing over Mouse Geared. One thing. It's so much easier to find stuff and not That's get fair. lost. Mouse Geared <laughs> was a labyrinth. Like, <laughs> I, I, uh, my brother and I got lost a couple. Not like lost, lost, but like parents were just gone like you turned around and you went down one direction and they went down the other and they were just gone and you can't find them behind the giant stack of uh goofy candy (laughs) um creations is very well much cleaner as yeah i think they went too far but but it is much (laughs) much cleaner um but so that is the only new epcot thing we saw i i am not joking everything else was still under construction so i have not eaten at connections cafe which i've heard is a great eating spot i've a lot of people are happy with it we Um, didn't eat there but we did sit down there we got starbucks which is technically in the same area it's just around a corner there's like oh did they move it to the other side it's it shares a, a giant room with connections now but it's like if you're facing one way, it's connections and you can like walk around the eating area. And on the other side is the Starbucks and you, there's okay, like a separate it, entrance it, for it. So I, I could definitely be remembering this incorrectly, but I believe it was on the right side. It previously. used to be separate. Yeah, so they fully that fully got eaten by Communicore then. Oh, yeah. That whole yes. whole section got eaten by Communicore. Yeah, because the which only is like thing on the right side is Club Cool right now, I believe. Yes, I think. Um, no, no, Club no, Cool's no. on the left. Club, I think Communicore mm. ate the whole thing. Communicore, yeah. <laughs> I think they ate the whole just thing inside. Ate everything. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to look at pictures now to remember. Well, anyways, um, but I will oh, say, I will say, yeah, even yeah. like connections and uh, uh, creations. You hit nighttime, those areas light up too. Like it the mm-hmm. the cohesion of the lighting up 
Yeah. And it doesn't all go to to like it doesn't all freak out with spaceship Earth. That would right. Yeah. Us, that would be, That'd like, be a lot. <laughs> that would be a little bit disconcerting if yeah. everything was constantly moving. Yeah. Um. But the the color palette is is mm-hmm. joined together, and I do believe they shift colors and they shift colors together. They just don't do the show with yeah. spaceship Earth, which is for the best. Um, yeah. Yeah. Spaceship Earth is very very active and stuff like that mm-hmm. not everything needs to be that active in the entire no. world um but like i'm looking at pictures of it at night and it looks fantastic like the the character comes out at night yeah. they just need to get the character in there during the day <laughs> and i think that's that's where that modernist deck like fully takes over and and takes over a little bit to their detriment mm-hmm. um but then you get you hit night and like that that neon light up feel that epcot has always had yeah just fully comes out full force and i feel Mm -hmm. it's like a completely different park um but yeah that that will be new the gardens will be new moana will be new guardians will be new hopefully communicore is done um whatever fireworks show the air is new yeah the the only (laughs) two things that i we saw was spaceship earth and uh creations that was it man so epcot's fully new and my brother has not been to Disney, by the way, in like five or six years, I think. No, actually, no, longer, longer, because I was in college wow. five years ago. Um, He's going to no, have the best time because there's so much new stuff. I to think do. it's been like, he didn't go the year I graduated. I think it's been like nine years. Wow. That's going to be, we might need to like, yeah, because the last time we went also. was like 2015. <laughs> he said he'd be open. Uh, I don't know if that, that still, uh, still tracks, but after my episode yeah. with my dad, everybody was, was welcome uh, or was interested in coming on. So yeah. we could get, we could get the whole MacArthur clan on here. I would honestly love that. And I, that would be I'm, an interesting episode. <laughs> I'm so excited to just to talk about Cosmic Rewind finally with you because I will have oh, waited a I'm year so at that point. I, it's so, I am so excited to ride that. <laughs> my my nickname I gave myself in our recording session is from the pre-show. I, I saw for, Taryn and yeah. I knew that was from that was from yeah. uh, Guardians. Yeah, that's uh, well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So that's I mm-hmm. think that wraps up our thoughts on the the changes pretty neatly yeah i i think overall we're we're obviously a fan i'm excited to see what they're going to do with communicore it this gives me more hope with what Mm -hmm. they're going to do and i don't think they're finished i think they're just open and that's kind of how disney's always been it things Mm -hmm. just well they're going to see how guests interact with it they're going to see how guests like it there are charging ports that are currently in there that i do think will be removed most likely or replaced with something better um mm-hmm. immediately when i saw those it was like oh that's neat those are gonna break like yeah. <laughs> so quickly or somebody's gonna put a cord in there that that steals somebody's information or something like that like it's yeah. it's kind of a it, i i don't i don't think i will be using the charging ports what i kind of wish they had done was done contact charging pads. Like wireless charging yeah kind of, yeah like put them in the tables as like a little thing that you can like pull up that has a solar panel on top yeah. And you just put that, you slap your phone on there while you're sitting, because it also forces everybody to put their phones in the center of the table, which yeah. is good for, you know, talking. Just like social. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just talking and stuff like that. So like I don't I don't I think that was a that was a good thought. 
and yeah, good execution too. Just very, uh, that was a very, uh, upbeat way of thinking how people are going to treat that poor charging port. It's, <laughs> it's very optimistic. Of yes. How that's the, word the general for. public, um, will treat those, especially that since some of them by the end of next week. Like, like a lot like of them have like, broken. <laughs> you know, weatherproof covers that moves. Someone's definitely going to snap those bad boys right off in the next mm-hmm. week or so. Like mm-hmm. those are going to come off. But I do appreciate Disney recognizing that since they have been putting so much of the experience on the app and making it almost necessary that someone in your party always has a phone running the app like at any given moment. It's nice to see them recognizing that and providing a little bit of support for it. Like, yeah, be, we get it. When, you need your phone. Yeah, and and when you think about it, those aren't for the people that that know Disney because you know Disney. You bring in external battery if you're the Genie yeah, Plus person. <laughs> that's fair. Like everybody knows, <laughs> those are for the people that do not like wouldn't think about it, or if you forget or something like that. Like it is no. a, it is not like a, hey, everybody should be using these charging ports. It's a right. Do you forget your charging like, port? Oh, <laughs> we we got we got you. It's it's and you don't have to buy one yeah. of their mobile chargers too from like the little vending machine yeah i i, th- I think the the contact uh the the plugless charging pads would probably because i think pretty much every phone nowadays can take those um yeah i think so i, I think that probably would have been the way to go if they could have done that there's there's downsides and and risk to that too they might not be as durable as as you would think they are so so there's there's things with that but that's that's just me personally but i'm i'm yeah. excited i'm super excited uh, only thing on Luminous that that's kind of I I'm refusing to watch the show until they if they announce that it's going to go away by the time that I'm going to go there I'll watch it online. That's fair. Um, but uh, the one thing I did hear about it, there's it's it's like Illuminations. There's no screen. There's no thing. It's it's nice. fireworks, which I am very happy with. I'm here uh, for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we'll I, see. I. I'll hold back on watching too. We'll see how long I make it. I'm usually better about not watching shows because <laughs> those are like, that's different from a ride. And also because well, yeah, it might still be around when you guys go too. right. That's the thing. Like in, yeah, if they announce that it's going away in the next five months, which mm. would kind of suck, but um, yeah. Aren't you, so, so just, just to, just oh, to yeah. reiterate to the <laughs> listeners. So, so we're now, we're now winding the corner of 2024 or 2023 mm-hmm. into 2024 yeah. and 2024 is going to be a year of Disney trips. And I think a year of guest appearances just with how oh, yeah. we're trying to get stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a trip coming in April. Noah I'm is getting married May. and he's going <laughs> in May. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're also probably going to try to go again in December um, and, and milk those tickets for all they're worth. So nice. Um, nice. Yeah, so I I think we have a decent chance of having three Disney World trip recaps next year. And I, we'll see you guys. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you guys end up down at land at some point. I know for a fact that uh, after this next trip in May, I want our next trip to be to land because I feel so bad for cheating on her twice now. <laughs> it Are you guys going to try right. You've talked about those magic keys for a while. Are you going to try to snag one or uh, not next you would year? Use it. We would use it probably not next year, though, just because of the money that's already being devoted to like honeymoon and a wedding. Yeah, you're already going to the other one. It it would be hard to 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 get that ticket. It's full worth. 
We have been saying though, like Dream Park is um or Dream, I don't know. The ideal Disney World layout is if you replace Magic Kingdom with Disneyland and you replace uh <laughs> keep Tron, love Tron, but replace it with Disneyland, um, and then replace Animal Kingdom with California Adventure. My eyes have narrowed. This. Go for it. I, I despise this idea. <laughs> Look, Disneyland has the better pirates. It's got indie. It's got Toontown. It also has a Galaxy's Edge attached to it. So now Disney World will have two. <laughs> it's got. It'll have Tron. We'll keep that around. It's got the Matterhorn. As like... as a, as an individual that that does not like crowd like the the heavily crowded areas um oh, hence why i i love epcot crowds and aside. animal kingdom's great <laughs> i do not want to take magic kingdom and shrink it to like half its size that was never the plan this is like i'm the only one in this park the okay, dream, well, dream yeah, park yeah. has no one else in it Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um. Speaking speaking of animal, by the way, this this refurb does make me very excited for what they're going to do with animal. Um. Oh. I, I think that's... I think that I I have I have high hopes for that. I I really yeah. do. Once the Epcot stuff is finally Disney. like all the walls are down, then it's going to be like, all right, get that dino out of there. Get him out. Wars and extinct some dinosaurs. Let's do it. Let's finally get that dino. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, we're, about... we're nearing the end of the episode. Yeah. Um. And we are going to do, which means we're going to use this theme song for the first time in a while, I think. A Mouse Gear. <laughs> we used it. There was an episode a couple episodes ago that we used it, but neither of us remembered to be like Mouse Gear. We didn't do it. <laughs> so we just found a random place oh, to cut just... it in. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so I do have a mouse gear for us today. It's a little bit different. So I recently, uh, and I'm giving them a shout out on the show because they gave us a shout out on their Instagram and, uh, been talking with them recently. Uh, the idiot's guide to Imagineering podcast. Um, if you have not heard them before, they're actually kind of a, in the similar realm as we are of kind of focusing on like Disney design and Disney Imagineering and, um, they're former Disney cast members, so they kind of come from from that side of things a little mm -hmm. bit more, whereas we come from kind of just engineering knowledge kind of side of things. Yeah. And so a very, very good compliment to if you're a main listener here or, or a main listener there and you came over here to listen to this episode for us. Um, they, they compliment we compliment each other well. Um, so definitely absolutely check those guys out. They are a blast to listen to. Um, but I recently listened to their episode with uh, Johnny J from the DMSW podcast where they, they did a redesign on the Galactic Star Cruiser. And what they did was they took a they essentially turned into a Star Wars hotel on the uh, planet of Kashyyyk. And they also had a roller coaster go through the hotel. That was kind of one of their big ticket Dang. things um so that oh, oh, got no. me thinking what the mouse gear is <laughs> gonna be so you have to put a ride i'm not gonna tell you what kind of ride you get to decide okay. that yourself in an existing disney hotel what's the hotel and what's the ride whoa mm -hmm. okay i've got it you can if you want to do multiple hotels too you can do multiple hotels but 
Hmm. Okay. I I've got recent inspiration. We just came back from a, a weekend trip to Vegas. Um, and I got to see a couple of well, a lot of extravagant hotel designs, mm-hmm. and then New York, New York's got a That's coaster Vegas. going through it. That's that, Vegas. Baby. Did you go on that coaster? Did not go on the coaster. It was not open yet when we were walking uh, through. It should never be open. It should just not be open. I went on that coaster. That thing was a death did trap. It, did it, it sh- shatter your it bones? Shook? No, no, no. It was structurally. I do not trust that. Oof. It shook. I heard rattling, and it wasn't from our car. Like there was. <laughs> we heard. We heard rattling walking under it on our way back down the strip. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. kind of glad we didn't go it's on that. Not- That's <laughs> Miranda convinced sketch. me to go on it. And I've never been more scared of a roller coaster in my life. <laughs> and that includes when I found out that you could hit a beam, like you can hit something oh. on Space Mountain if you lift your oh. arms. <laughs> no, Please that no. is still so much safer. <laughs> that is. Oh, my gosh. OK, well, um. My first thought was, uh, I want to stick Jungle Cruise in Animal Kingdom Lodge. Oh, that's a good one. That uh, is it a starts good one. indoors. Uh, it's not fully outdoors. Starts indoor in like the atrium or something. You can go down to a sub level that's open. Cave vibes, maybe. I don't know. And uh, takes you out. And there's a section where it's like netted off. And on the other side of the net is just like the safari that you can see animals at. Um, that would be great. And... Uh, I don't know. Let's send a rock and roller coaster type ride through um, Pop Century. I think oh. that would be fun. Yeah. Not all star music. I thought about that, <laughs> but <laughs> for some reason. No, I think it, I just think it would fit better with Pop Century because of like, at least in its current state, with the Aerosmith music and all of that, send it through Pop Century. If you update mm-hmm. the music, then it can be sent over to all star music. But that's, those are my first two. And I, I will refuse to take any further questions. <laughs> I think I I, I want to put something in the the Epcot Resort area. Yeah. Um, though I feel like oh. they, they do have the boardwalk. That's that's kind of the thing with that. They have the boardwalk. I think Animal Kingdom is the resort where you could get the most like yeah, just meat off the bones of that ride because you literally yeah. have a savanna next to you. Like yeah. like visually, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to do a people mover style ride Ooh. in Wilderness Lodge. Oh, okay. Where you're it's going to kind of be kind of be like wagon style um or like not maybe not wagons but like kind of old western style um you're going to be going around uh the the campgrounds and that kind of stuff maybe uh, Fort Wilderness is way too far away but uh yeah. It, it would kind of work there too just almost kind of like a, a nature nature tour uh yes. of style people mover like I like, feel like that, that kind of makes sense no that does so it's elevated still yeah mm-hmm. i feel like you could tie that in if you <laughs> you could it might take a while but if you could connect the like magic kingdom transit center to Wilderness Lodge via this little people mover. (laughs) Like, you could probably, I don't know what modern people mover tech looks like, but you could probably get it going, like, fairly quickly. And then when you get there, you can either loop back to the transit center or transfer to a different people mover that does this loop around Wilderness Lodge. Like, Mm -hmm. that'd be cool, because it's a really pretty area. Like, and it's secluded. I feel like it would just be a very relaxing ride. You wouldn't be surrounded by guests too much. And mm-hmm. it would highly benefit for some uh, from some underground areas of like yes. 
going underneath water and and that going kind of to stuff, discovery like, island going oh yeah that's an interesting <laughs> in one. its you current state it. um but they could honestly if they could put a little bit of height on it too so that mm. if you ride it at night you can see the fireworks that's Ooh, that would be cool like, that would be cool another option to see the fireworks <clears throat> would be very welcomed that would be I, cool. I do i do think the correct answer though is like a safari ride in animal kingdom lodge like i think that's that's yeah. the easiest it's right there plug and play it's right there yeah contemporary already has the like the ones that have the monorail it's hard to that's a ride add something <laughs> else to it like basically well, a it's ride. just like like where do the guests walk at that point? Like that's fair. So space wise, right you run into some issues. Space wise, noise wise, like you almost have to find a place that has nothing. Um, yeah, and yeah. I, I think the only thing that, like, a boardwalk tour kind of kind of ride mm -hmm. would also be kind of fun. You could um, put uh, Toy Story Mania in the boardwalk. That would be fantastic. That would work. That would be a toy uh, a Mania style like. Shoot yeah, em, shoot them ride would be yeah. fantastic. On I mean, Midway Mania from DCA basically is already themed. For yeah, that, so that uh, that can honestly that can just go where the ESPN zone was. Yeah, <laughs> there's a building for it. Just throw it in there. Yeah, no, I would yeah, love that. Right That'd be good. That's <laughs> easy. Or, or just a big interactive arcade like Disney Quest. Just just oh. throw a little <laughs> version of that. In yeah, there. my ride idea is just build Disney Quest. Build again. Disney Quest again. <laughs> yeah. And attach it to the contemporary. And it, there you go. Mm -hmm. Nice. All this, right. <laughs> this mouse has been fully geared, I'd say. Mouse has been geared. We're not playing. The, we don't play the theme song at the end. And I don't know why we, we just, just play it came backwards. up with a tagline. <laughs> yeah, there's a hidden mouse. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 there's not. A you hidden can summon something. Mine. We won't tell you what. We won't uh, tell you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, everybody, so much for joining us, us this week. Please, if you have an opinion on on Epcot and what you we think, know you do. We, a, a lot of people do. And yeah. there, there's not there's not a wrong opinion I, I think the only wrong opinion is Disney's never allowed to change and I think that's the <laughs> yeah. only thing I would say is wrong and because yeah. by its creation and design it was meant to yeah um, so but if if you have an opinion on the new uh, Epcot Center if you uh, have something you like or dislike just send it over we'd, we'd love to hear kind of what people think of it and and we can talk back and forth and and absolutely, I can understand why people don't like it. I can understand why people love it. And uh, so far, my family's all all been a fan, and we've been Disney fans for a while. And uh, but other big families that have done it for a long time absolutely hate it. And and I get it. But <laughs> uh, send that over uh, if you like the episode and you want to support the show. Five star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I think that's it. Nailed it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, Noah, you want to take us out? Yeah. Thanks for listening. And in the meantime, have a magical week and have a magical day. Ooh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a little bit of a, a, a Disney SMR. Yeah. Disney SMR. <laughs> oh, that's